This is the Built to Resist podcast, brought to you by Eastback, where we invite inspiring individuals and creative pioneers to share their stories. We investigate how they express themselves, where they find inspiration, and how they are built to resist. Introducing Studio Jeremyville's Megan Mayer. In this episode, Megan talks about connecting in a true and meaningful way with Studio Jeremyville's community service announcements, advice she would like to pass on to the next generation of artists and designers, and how you can only be you and nobody else. Megan moved from Australia to New York City, where she is the creative director of Studio Jeremyville. She loves New York City and its diversity, and she thrives on the energy of the city. Hello. Well, firstly, I am a, a person, human, female, living positively on this planet. Well, at least I'm, I'm hoping and striving to each day. As you can hear from me, I have um, an Australian accent, originally from Australia. I now reside in York City, which is where I have my studio. And um, this is where the world of Studio Jeremyville inhabits in um, downtown New York City. Well, there's a lot to love about it and like about it. Um, it is a city that is, uh, it's very vibrant and energetic and it brings a lot of industries together on one very tiny island, uh, Manhattan. It's a place where art and commerce come together so beautifully and you have the intersection of fashion, design, art, finance, innovation, creativity. There's a a beautiful diversity of um, cultures um, and people of all different walks of life, characters and accents and people from all over the world uh, are at this beautiful intersection of living and working in this very vibrant small, small island. I love it because I thrive on the energy of the city and it's forever evolving and changing. No day is the same. Everything is completely different. It keeps me fresh and forever um, having a new perspective on life. Studio Jeremyville is multifaceted in what they do. They create art, but they're also a design studio and international production company. But for Megan, the main goal of the studio is that they use art as a tool for positive change. Jeremy Bell, who's the artist, and myself, I'm the creative director, and they're, we're like a creative partnership. We actually run a, um, a multidisciplinary art design strategy and production company. And we work together with a creative team and a production team we're based here in, in New York, but we also have um, our teams uh, situated all around the world. And we actually develop message-driven collaborations, exhibitions and events for cultural institutions and clients all around the world. So we have, uh, within our studio, we, we work with um, the likes of museums like the Brooklyn Museum or the Cooper Hewitt Museum or galleries or cultural institutions. And then we also work with cultural and socially minded companies that we do a lot of collaborations with, like UNICEF, Apple, Google. We've also worked with the likes of Adidas, uh, Uniqlo, Lacoste, even companies and organizations like Mercedes-Benz and Disney. And the main 
focus for us with our um, art studio and design studio is that we want to use art as a tool for positive change, both on a personal and community level. The community service announcements are an important tool for Studio Jeremyville to connect with their audience in a real and meaningful way. What started as a message to stop texting and start connecting turned into a global art movement that empowers people to make positive and incremental changes in their lives. So where we're at today in 2022, for us, the project is a global art movement of social and personal change. And it began as a really simple online project, posted daily online. We have these um, Jeremyville CSAs is what we call it. And it was actually inspired by a real life experience. Jeremy and I, after a day at the studio, we were catching up with a friend of ours and uh, we hadn't seen him for a long time and we're really excited to hang out and talk. And we noticed that he was constantly on his phone messaging someone as opposed to being present in the conversation. So after this experience, we thought, I really want to say something, but how do I say something without being awkward or confronting in a way? And Jeremy came out with this expression and he said, you know what, I think we just need to stop texting and start connecting. And I said, you're right. Let's create an artwork and a message. Let's have some community service announcement about this. And he right there and then sketched this artwork in his notebook and he had this post. He posted it on Facebook and we were so surprised that it immediately sparked a connection and a conversation with so many people online and it just totally resonated in that moment and we understood right there and then that we actually have more to say and to to create that many others can relate to and use Um, basically we just thought this is what we can do together as we can create art that can be a tool for um, positive change so this started something where we now then on a daily basis, we share the artworks that contain messages about social and interchange uh, to create, um, I guess, a, give us a daily reminder that, you know, we actually all hold the power to make positive incremental life changes. And when added up, these small changes actually can gently lead us to our own true path through this life. So where we are now in 22, which is 10 years later since these were actually originally created and shared online, we have over 2,000 of these message-driven artworks that we share all around the world through different partnerships and art projects, um, you know, with socially-minded brands or public art installations, um, and they can take place through monumental sculptures, murals, wall murals, animations. Um, we do prints, multiples and editions, and we do an annual calendar. And we also do these really beautiful creative partnerships, um, including the partnerships that we're doing with Eastpac. But the aim of all of this is that we just really want to be able to connect in a real and meaningful way through our creative projects And we want to be able to change the world through art by bringing positivity and contemplation to people, one person at a time, one town or a city at a time, 
sharing something that's actually soulful. For Megan, there is no right or wrong reason to create art. She's convinced that as long as you find your own unique voice and stay true to who you are, you will find people that will resonate with it. People can actually choose their own um, motivation as to why they want to create their art. I think so long as you're actually um, honest and being true to who you are, then there's there's no um, right or wrong in that. It's always good to have a point of difference and ask yourself, what is your creative voice? What makes your art and your message through your art something that's actually unique? Authenticity to yourself is really important and how that actually is conveyed through your art. See, if you really just tell your own story and share that through your artwork and it's true to you and you're not really thinking about what's on trend, what's popular, um, I think you certainly need to have a voice to be able to connect with others and choose your tone and your communication, um, then you will find a very, I think that there's a lot of us that have a lot more in common with each other than we really think. We perhaps think that, you know, we're on this island, people won't relate to it. I think it's important that you just put it out there and you will find that by being true and authentic to who you are, and you put your work out there, you'll find others will actually resonate to it because on a very basic human level, we we all connect with each other. Expressing your true self is no easy feat, but according to Megan, art can give you the confidence needed to put yourself out there and connect with others. But self-expression should also have a place in your personal spaces, in your home or with friends and family. Obviously, there's many different levels of self-expression. There is self-expression in your own personal space and with your immediate family and with your friends. And it's important to honor your own voice and how you're feeling. We run these creative workshops that we do through um, cultural institutions and museums. And they're all about drawing and creativity. um, And it's all about self-expression. And... When you find that place that you can actually be comfortable to to self-express, whether it be through music or art or whatever form of of medium you choose, that gives you confidence. And then through that confidence, you're able to be able to connect with others and share your, your world and your universe. And, you know, apart from that one paradigm of being yourself and with your family and with your friends and there's a paradigm of who you are in the public space maintain your private space and then have uh, a little bit of yourself for the public space there's a lot of sharing that goes on so I think it's important that you find your people you find your group and the space that allows you to self-express in um, safely and and, uh, in a way that can give you encouragement and confidence Um, to embrace your individuality and who that is and not to be so concerned about what what others think um, because I think you have to to just come back to your immediate self and your group to be comfortable with that because there's a lot of judgment out there and sometimes too much judgment if you take that on board and you listen to other people's thoughts rather than focusing your own instincts 
then um, you can lose your own sense of self. Nowadays, you can connect with people from all over the world via the internet. Megan loves the internet, but she feels that sometimes people get distracted by the medium itself and forget the benefits it has as a tool to help you grow. The internet is a wonderful community. It's so amazing because we get to do these projects all around the world and we connect with so many different people of all different languages and origins and, you know, socioeconomically that wouldn't be possible without the internet, wouldn't be possible without, you know, social media especially. So like anything, um, there's all these different tools of connecting and it's all about looking at um, the best way that you can use that tool, that you can benefit from, that helps you grow individually as a person. That's, I think, the main thing to focus on and not be too distracted by the medium itself, but to get back to that tool of why are you creating, what is your mission, what is your plan, what is your purpose. June is Pride Month. Megan thinks that pride helps people connect. If you are proud of who you are and you're not afraid to show the world your true self, she believes you will find human unity. Let's get back to the word pride. Um, it's all about, for me, I think it's all about being proud of, of who you are and what you represent. And so many people go through lots of um, personal and social challenges to get to the point where they're able to freely express themselves and who they are. And, you know, they've gone through the constraints of society or their family construct or um, belief systems that don't quite fit who they are. And they've, they've gone through and pushed through lots of barriers to be able to achieve that point where they can stand up and proudly say, I am who I am. I choose to be what I am today and to be um, surrounded by people who connect with that, also believe in that and support them in their, their life choices. I'm so happy that we're now in a society that, you know, compared to the 1950s, everything was so conservative and constrained and there wasn't a place or a space for, uh, for individual expression. And, you know, the beautiful thing about Pride is that in different cities around the world, individuals will dress up and decorate themselves and freely express who they are and can connect with tens of thousands of others that feel the same thing from Sydney, Australia, which is where I'm from, right over to Rio in Brazil or to, uh, you know, San Francisco in California. You know, the beautiful thing about that is when we're not afraid to express ourselves and put ourselves out there, you will find that human unity of so many others that feel the same thing as you are. So um, I think it's creating a, a very, very important space for us to creatively express ourselves. And it doesn't have to be through art. It can be through your voice, your words, it could be poetry, it could be through a conversation and to um, empower others to follow the same course of individual self-expression and that is be yourself and nobody else um, because only you can be you and no one else can do you and, and that's such a, a powerful and important space to embrace um, so yeah, it's um, there's there's a lot to to tackle on this particular subject, but um, I always go back to 
be yourself and nobody else. (laughs) We have come a long way, but there is still a lot of work to be done before everyone can freely express themselves. Change creates friction and challenges, situations where artists thrive. Megan is excited for the future and looks forward to how the next generation creates their space for self-expression. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see what the next generation will bring to this space of how they can express themselves. And it's sometimes it's, it can be uncomfortable, but the, the more of us that are creating this space of self-expression, that it becomes a normality and uh, a place that we can feel comfortable in. So um, there's certainly a lot of work, more work to do, but there'll always be uh, friction with change and, um, you know, self-expression. And uh, through that friction and through that space of challenge is where we thrive as creatives, as artists, um, because we we come from a place where break through lots of different um, challenges and boundaries. Fear of the unknown can stifle self-expression. If you want to express yourself and create something out of nothing, you have to be brave. In doing this, Megan says you will undoubtedly arrive at answers inspired by your own intuition. As a creative, there are often times that um, we might have had past experiences of creative projects or art installations that we've, we've done that have given us a map and I guess you could say a formula or a cause or a direction that we can follow. And sometimes we are presented with a project that is completely foreign and different to us. It could be a client or it could be something that we're doing for ourselves. There's a lot of creative initiatives that we do, um, whether it be, um, you know, publishing calendars or books or wanting to start a creative project within a community. And we don't quite know what it's going to be. And I like to make a reference to the blank white canvas. We can't reference what we've done before. We have to start all over again, start something brand new and different and be brave. And I think you just, uh, within that moment of the unknown, just by putting one, one incremental mark on the page, one expression, one word, a drawing or a feeling, simply by starting with something rather than nothing and then you just build upon it a little bit by little bit through your own expression, you can then create something out of nothing. But you just find that brave moment to express yourself so that you can actually arrive at some answers that perhaps a day ago you didn't have any answers, but moving forwards into that unknown space, you can gather your own answers along the way and find confidence um, and and trust your instinct that in the unknown, even in a space of I'm not sure, there's that little inner voice that can actually guide you along the way and tell you that this is something that you should move forwards with and just put it out there into the world and see how it resonates and connects. And um, the most the most beautiful part about that arriving into that space of the unknown and then knowing something is that you feel like you've risen to the challenge, you feel empowered, uh, it gives you energy and it excites you to create more and do more within that space of the unknown. Studio Jeremyville has a diverse clientele. Megan finds that through self-expression and empathy, you can connect with a lot of people. So be yourself and nobody else. It starts with 
you know, there, there's, you know, there's creativity for yourself and for self-expression and, and simply connecting, which is what the, the Jeremyville Community Service Announcements, that's where it all started. It started with a, um, a place of wanting to create something for my, myself, ourselves, our studio to be able to connect with others. And it came from um, a place of self and self-discovery and questioning and understanding and empathizing with the world around us. And that is, what are we all going through at the moment? Why is that something that we're struggling with personally that other people are also, generally you'll find that what you're going through, someone else has gone through them themselves previously before. And what's fascinating is that the pandemic created this sense of unity all around the world for the first time in human history, with the exception of what happened in, you know, the world wars. Um, but going into the pandemic, we all experience the same emotions, the same sense of isolation and wanting to really connect with others. Um, you know, we, we went from a moment of absolute distraction, everything from our workday to our careers, to our family life, to our friends, to a moment of stillness. And um, that was, it was so amazing how we all connected with one another and resonated with one another, even though we're all disconnected, <laughs> um, you know, physically, but, you know, socially. But the beautiful thing that came out of that is that we all empathize with one another and this is beautiful human emotion um, came out of that experience and we all um, became a little bit more humanized from that so jumping forwards to that question, how do you create something that your clients can connect with? Um, it comes from that place of empathy. What is it they connect with and that they're inspired by? What is it that's motivating them? So I really think about my clients firstly and all of those things that I just mentioned. And then I create a, um, a creative dialogue, whether it be visual through words that they can actually truly connect with that resonates with them and their brand and their message and what they're wanting to actually um, say and, you know, to connect with their uh, their audience and their customers. Um, and so in the case of Eastpac, they really resonated with Be Yourself and Nobody Else. Um, and, you know, the brand itself I discovered it when I was actually catching the subway in New York City um, and you're often just sitting there and observing people and all the different characters on the New York uh, subways um, and I would often see the, uh, you know, the students um, and also just workers going into the offices carrying their backpacks. New York is such a big backpack city and I always see that brand name Eastpac and to me it was very utilitarian, practical, functional and an everyday bag that everyone has to have. Um, and there's also something quite beautiful about that from a creative standpoint, because I think in creativity, there has to be a functionality to your art for the reason why it actually exists. Why do people bring it into their worlds and why do they connect with it? Um, and our functionality is uh, expression and communication. Is there ever a time that clients won't get it and or they react to it um i will simply say that if someone's reacting to something it means that you've actually sparked something within them 
Eastpac is built to resist, and so is Megan. Like many, she had to be innovative during the pandemic and create tools to resist the changes that were coming her way. Built to resist is such a great expression. I think we can all understand what that um, expression means to us. For me, personally, going through the pandemic was a very interesting time as to what are the tools that you need to be strong and uh, to build up your, um, your world so that you can have the strength to maintain your mental and physical self through difficult times. <laughs> as well be uh, for me it's been innovative and having having a vision having a plan and having a sense of function and logic to your world having a sense of order so that um, whatever the the change or the challenges may be that are around you you've actually got the tools that you are built to be able to uh resist fluctuation and negativity or whatever that may be that may be challenging your environment and I think also uh, you know it's not always one rhyme or uh, one formula I feel like you have lots of different ways that you can actually be built to resist if you know what I mean built to resist can also mean to be confident and strong that is why Studio Jeremyville tries to help people make incremental changes so that they can be happy and have a positive impact themselves. You know, our mental state of mind has such an impact on, on everything that we do. And so the idea is that we want to empower people to be able to feel confident that they can trust their instinct or they can follow their own path and their own individual uh, self-expression that will give them confidence. I think if you listen to yourself and you can express yourself and whatever um, passion that it is that makes you feel alive, then to feed that passion and, and not follow someone else's, it often gives you energy and motivation to, to, to make those changes and incremental changes in your life. There is that point that you have to ask yourself mentally are you happy and if you're not how what are the list of five things that you can change and that list possibly may grow but incrementally making those daily changes so that mentally you're switching gears to have control over your life and yourself to be able to have that positive impact it starts with you and then it resonates out to the rest of the world What's next for Studio Jeremyville and where can people find you? I love that question, what's next? Because there's always um, so many different projects that we've got uh, lined up. Um, and, you know, we, we always start the first of first of the new year with a whole list of projects that we're going to do. Um, but it's a never ending list, let me tell you, throughout the year. Um, but right now we're, um, we're in the middle of developing um, a series of, of artworks across a number of different mediums for art shows around the world. We're doing a number of um, art exhibits and installations in Asia. Just for us, I think it's always just um, exploring new mediums and ways that we can connect with our community all around the world. The world is small but big. You can always find us online at uh, www.jeremyville.com. You can also find us on Instagram 
under Jeremyville and uh, the Jeremyville Community Service Announcements on Instagram as well. Just follow the hashtag Jeremyville uh, CSAs and Studio Jeremyville. So we're always there on the other side. And um, if you ever come to New York City, we uh, possibly will be having um, a space that you can visit rather than just the virtual visits, which we're just focusing on right now so that we can continue with our uh, our projects. Um, but we uh, are planning to do uh, physical pop-ups in different cities around the world and events and cultural experiences. So if you're a person that has a wall in a city or a town that you would like to bring a Jeremyville Community Service Announcement Artwork to, please contact us, or a, uh, you know, a cultural uh, workshop that we can plug into a museum in your town, in your uh, in your country. We'd love to talk to you as well. So we're always here to connect, communicate, and help support that creative voice of uh, be yourself and nobody else. Megan and Studio Jeremyville are always here to connect and amplify the voice of be yourself and nobody else. What is your voice? Let Megan and us know in the comment section of this podcast on our YouTube channel, Eastback. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe and add this podcast to your library so you don't miss the next episodes of Built to Resist. See you there.